0: Welcome to Blaze and Gutch. I'm Teresa Blaze. And guess what? I got my co-host, my sidekick, my all-around good friend. She's back. I know it's kind of been a while since we brought her to the mic. Michelle saunders Gutch. Michelle, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey,
1: Teresa. It's so good to be back on the Blaze and Gutch show. And thanks, everyone, for your patience with me. And Teresa, what a great job
0: you've been doing as the solo. Well, you know, had to pinch it. Uh, shout out to the Diamondbacks. Too bad they lost. World Series, I'm pretty sure. And I know this is a football show, but I had to do that. You know, too bad they lost. But hey, they put up a good fight. So, moving on. Um, All right. Wow. Week 8. Arizona Cardinals. They are tied with the Carolina Panthers with a record of 1-7. The worst record in the NFL currently. <laughs> uh, they lost to the Baltimore Ravens 31 to 28. And on the face of that, you look at that and you go, Well, that, that that they they just aren't playing. And I cannot agree with that per se. I mean, on one hand, I mean, they are so depleted on their roster with injuries and stuff that you would think they would get blown out 20 points a game. And that's only happened once with the 49ers. Every game that they have lost at 1-7, and they've lost by one score. Around one score, I'd say. So, you know, I think they are, it's a rebuild year. And yeah, for uh, us Arizona Cardinals fans, it's a painful year. It hurts. Watching them struggle to play and play efficiently. But they did make some moves at the trade deadline. They actually traded Joshua Dobbs to the Minnesota Vikings for some draft picks. So what does that mean for quarterback? Well, word is they're either going to start Clayton Toon, the rookie, or Kyler Murray. Please, oh please, oh please, let it be Kyler. I'm sure Clayton is a wonderful guy. He's gotten some reps. But I don't know that I trust him to run that offense for the rest of the season. I mean, he can't be much worse than what Dobbs did. I mean, uh, in that last Baltimore game, some of the throws he played, I went, what are you thinking, dude? But at the same time, he's a rookie. And I just don't have the confidence in him right now. (sighs) You know, so I I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. You know, but 1-7... And I mean, don't get me wrong. Arizona Cardinals, when they played Baltimore, they went down and they threw a score. I mean, they got down the field. They got the yardage. They got on the board first, seven to nothing. And it was, you know, (laughs) they seem to have this trend and I don't understand it. I don't get it. They come out and they play like fire in the first half. And this has happened over multiple games. They come out and they play like fire in the first half. And then the second half, it's like they shut down. I don't get it. Like, aren't you supposed to play through all four quarters? I don't know if something just doesn't click with them or what, but they have got to get that fixed. I'm not expecting them to go to the playoffs, but I would sure like a winning season or at least a break-even season. That's all we want. (sighs) I don't know. Michelle, your thoughts.
1: I think this rebuilding has really made an impact on just how the Cardinals play in terms of consistency. And I think they are lacking a leader on their team. And I think that cohesiveness and that that example and you know, someone to rally them along. I mean, they can only go so far without having someone out there on the field that that leads, you know, and I, I just
0: Kyler Murray has been their leader. Right. And I mean, they've got Buddha Baker, who who pretty much runs that defense. I mean, and that guy is a beast. OK, and he knows the defense and he leads and he leads well. But I think you're right. Um, they really need someone on the offense who can really run that offense and run it efficiently yeah i think if they could get that nailed that would make a huge difference maybe in the
1: outcome of their standings and ranking yeah
0: when will we know about that decision
1: with kyler
0: i'm not sure uh i've been following i haven't heard i'm guessing we won't know until game day
1: yeah sometimes it goes down to the wire when do they play
0: again they play the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, Sunday morning, and I that one man. I know Cleveland is kind of, you know, they're a team that's that I've seen them play. They're pretty good. I wouldn't say they're like like elite, but I'd say they're kind of a run of the middle middle of the pack team. Are they playing in um,
1: Phoenix? Or where are they playing? I am not sure. I think it might be in Cleveland. Well, it'll be interesting, the outcome of that game and who does what. And I mean, all they need is some momentum and some wins
0: and consistency. Absolutely. They need to taste it. Their confidence. Well, like I said, they they come out and they play like, I mean, just fire in the first half. I don't know. What happens when they get in the second half, it's like they shut down. I mean, their defense, you know, and the other thing that I'm seeing with them is, like, on defense, they're getting crushed when it comes to rushing. Teams are able to rush against them. You would think, okay, you've got men on that line of scrimmage. You would think that what they want to do is stop the run. They can't seem to do that. You know, you know, and if a team can run on you, then they're no longer one dimensional. And if they run on you, what does that set up? That sets up the pass play. Well, and the coaches should know that. Yeah, they should. I would think. You know, I mean, don't me. I I know they're playing their heart. I know they're playing their hardest, but something goes awry in that second half. And I and it's not just one game that this has happened. Uh, there was one game. I that really, really, I think stands out. They blew a 20 point lead and lost in the second half. I think that was against Detroit. That's rough. That was a rough one. Yeah. I, I, and I sit there and I go, what am I missing here? What is going on? What did the coach say? It was, a, it was pretty soon right after um, this latest Baltimore loss that he just basically said, We are benching Joshua Dobbs and either Clayton Toon or Kyler Murray will start. At least he at least he had take some action. Yeah, I agree. Cause I mean not that Dobbs was a bad QB considering everything. He wasn't, but he wasn't I wouldn't say he's on the level of elite. I would I just no. So, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not expecting for us to go to the playoffs. We're not anywhere near that. But I would like to see a few more wins. We'll see what next week brings. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's uh, um take a break. We'll We'll deal with the sponsor. We'll talk about the Kansas City game. And yeah, we'll go from there. So. Uh, this week's sponsor is Kadosh Media. You guys know that, you know, we do this podcast, you know, but maybe you got an idea for a podcast, maybe about your team. Well, we could help you with that. Go to www.kadoshmedia.com. Grab a time to meet with us. And guess what? We'll we'll sit down and see how we can best help you. That's www.kadoshmedia.com. So, okay, Michelle, Kansas City and Denver, what happened? The offense did
1: not perform. It was really embarrassing.
0: You would think uh, which is really surprising against Denver? Well,
1: they played at Mile High or their the field there in Denver, and you know Mahomes, he had the flu, he said he felt better his family had the flu probably many of the players now have already had the flu it's probably gone around come around back anyway patrick did not use being sick as an excuse for their loss okay there's been a lot of different opinions from the fans and people who are diehard chiefs fans and you know some are like why would uh andy Reed allow Mahomes to play and others are like, well, Andy Reed really didn't want to deal with the outcome of what would have happened if they pulled Patrick from the game.
0: Well, depending on how sick he was. Well,
1: and he said he was feeling better. He was sick that night and he was better in the morning. Um, But I mean, I could tell watching the game he wasn't as best self i don't care you know and then but you know how we all are i mean here you and i are recording and you're not feeling that great right i mean sometimes you push through these things and you just you have to be a professional and you got to do what you have to do the guy is paid an incredible amount of money he's a leader he's you know all those things on the field and you know he's not going to let something like that keep him from Cupping the right. team win.
0: But my question is, I mean, was he making his throws or was he was he missing? He 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 didn't throw
1: like he normally throws. I mean he threw what several interceptions, which is not I think he threw three interceptions in that game? I think. Wow. Or two to I think it was three. I don't know he he just what or they were like were it didn't get into it you know the receiver the receivers were like sloppy, I okay, mean let's that's face not on it. Patrick,
0: yeah, that's not yeah, on I Patrick. mean, and
1: you know the, some of I mean, I know Kelsey on his new heights podcast talked a lot, i mean he he said that the their defense is playing their tail off, and a lot of times. The offense, you know, it has not always performed to the level that the defense, of course, has. And then the guys are running the wrong way. You know, they're not making blocks. They're dropping the football. And
0: it's a challenge. Well, that's just mental errors, especially, yeah, especially if guys are running the wrong way. That's that's called know your route, you know, like. Seriously, know your routes. You've got a job to do. Well,
1: they're running the wrong, I guess, the wrong routes. Yeah, like you said. And so, you know, even Kelsey was frustrated over it, you know. And Pacheco, you know, he's like, what in the world is going on? You know, I think the Chiefs just underperformed. There was a series of things that was going on and transpiring. And the offensive line is struggling.
0: How did how did um Denver play in contrast? I mean, were they were they just I mean on fire?
1: I mean, they were on fire, on fire. They were all over Mahomes. I think Patrick even had an injury to his hand during that game, but they were all over and they were excited. And you know, there's always this competitive yeah, people here in Kansas City call the Denver Broncos the Denver Donkeys. And then people in Denver call you know, Kansas City names that I, I don't know what they just call them dorks and all kinds of things. And you know, thankfully, there were no fan fights or anything like that in at the game. And i I just think Russell Wilson was on his game. He did great.
0: Um, I think the Denver defense did a great job. And I've noticed in mean, watching some of Denver's games that their defense has just been nail. I mean, they are nails. The offense, uh, at times, not so much. But that defense, that defense is really scary. Well, and, you know, so many of the Chiefs fans
1: that I've talked to are just like, whoa, this Is embarrassing,
0: yeah. And what was it like something
1: to nine? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't have it right in the tip of my tongue here, but I do know although Kansas City is lucky, I think it was like 20 something to nine, 20. You know, they just couldn't. I mean, Patrick couldn't throw pass, pass receivers didn't. I mean, Patrick threw receivers didn't. The
0: the, the foot, I mean, it was sloppy, right? And I'm pretty sure Andy Reid ain't going to settle for that. Uh, The Miami Dolphins are one of the scariest teams in the NFL right now. Yeah. The Eagles, I think, are
1: the best team right now in the NFL, which is Kelsey's brother's team, um, um, you know, Travis, um, and his brother, Jason, I think they're uh, Jalen Hurt look out. He's, he's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. We're going to win. We're,
0: get, we're out to win. Right. Well, I would, I mean, I've actually listened to the, the, this new heights podcast. It's actually pretty good. It is pretty good. I've listened to bits and pieces about it too. You know, I'm, I think they have a few too many sponsors, but that's, that's just me. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's, that's a uh, podcast talk and, you know, <laughs> um but. Yeah, if they're playing Miami, I'm. I hope they are on point because they really are going to need to be. Uh, that offense is nasty. Uh, we'll step back now. Twenty four
1: was the score of the Broncos, and nine was the Chiefs. And I mean, it's just like Travis Kelsey said, like I said, like many, it's it's embarrassing. It was embarrassing.
0: Right, and I'm certain Andy Reid and the coaches are like, that's not happening again. You know, if one thing I can say about the Chiefs, they are not going to allow that kind of play to go forward. Because, I mean, they they can't. I mean, they they
1: can't. I mean, and so it'll be interesting to see what the adjustments are and what, you know, I'm sure they those receivers won't be playing. I mean, I know the thing about what they do on the Chiefs team is they want their receivers to win. And so they throw them balls and they practice and they put those receivers in that have the ability to catch and catch and run. But man, what a joke. That was with that game. And so we got to just put it behind us and move forward because, you know, they're still the leaders in the AFC West. Now it's six and two. The Chargers are three and four. The Raiders are three and five. The Broncos are three and five. So the Chiefs are still at the top and they're even wins and loss with the Dolphins. Six and two. Oh boy, this is going to get interesting. Going to be a really great game. Uh,
0: that and the thing is, I've seen. I saw the Dolphins play like one time. Um, they are going to have to corral to a type. I cannot pronounce his name. They are going to have to corral him because he is dangerous. Well, and they've got Tyreek Hill on that team. What a machine! Oh dear God! No that's wonder Tyreek.
1: Yeah, that is, and like, we
0: know what he can do. We already we know. We do, yeah. So, and so I'm sure he's hungry, especially against his old team. I'm pretty sure he's going to get a good t- chunk of targets. Uh, I would say they need to keep a man or maybe two on him at all times and shut him down. I can't wait to watch the game,
1: but it is at 8.30 in the morning on Sunday Central Time. So a lot of people will be in church, maybe. I don't know. Um, but it's it's an early game on Sunday
0: morning. So well that, well, that means I gotta that means I gotta make my plans adjust a little tiny bit. Okay. That's fine. I can do that. Yeah. Thankfully,
1: yeah. Well, we'll figure we'll figure out how we do this. But I'm most anxious. I'm most anxious to see what the outcome is gonna well, be. Well, and it's game. I
0: think it's gonna be a tale of these are these are two of the most elite teams in the NFL right now. Uh, who's actually going to be better? Um well,
1: and they're in Germany. I mean, my husband's traveled to Germany. Um, he loves it in Germany. I, it, you know, the fans are going cuckoo. I mean, it's good. Gu- it's good brand for the chiefs to be out there. I mean, you know, there's chiefs fans all over and I'm sure there are dolphins fans in Germany. You know, I think it's in the best interest. I think it's really cool that the NFL is doing all these international games. From oh, yeah. The no, time. I think
0: it's really cool, um, you know, because it, it allows people that may not follow the NFL to get to know them. And, and, you know, oh, I really like this football thing. Let me watch this, you know. Yeah,
1: I think so. I mean... They are coming out of the politics a lot, which I'm grateful for. I'm starting, you know, we just play football, people. I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing with Taylor Swift has been overblown, but and it keeps it goes on and on and on. I'm sure. Do I care? No, that's all right. Well, that's okay. Now, some people don't care at all. Some people are like, she's bringing all this money into the NFL. You know, look at all the fans and, you know, all this stuff. So, hey, I don't know. She could be a football fan and date Travis Kelsey and all that great stuff. But I just know we don't want that distraction.
0: I would agree with you. You know, we don't need that outside noise. Um, I'm just more and I'm I'm just very basic. Like, go get on the field, work the X's and O's, and let's play football. I mean, that's it. That's it. Let's just play football. Yeah. Well, I think you're
1: in the majority. You know, I think a lot of but I know it's gotta be hard. I mean, a a bit of humble, a bit of humble pie, the Chiefs. I mean, we all have to be sometimes taken down a notch or two to appreciate when we do have our great successes. And we've got to realize it's always somebody out there trying to be who you are. Any so, given Sunday. I that's mean, right. You know, and so any given people, Sunday, you got to yeah. You just got to keep your focus, keep performing to the best of your ability. And, you know, I like I really like the owners of the Chiefs. And I think that's why I like their family and I like what they stand for. And I like how they bring in their Christian values and things like that into the NFL. And they're trying to do the right things.
0: Well, and the thing is, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter what team you play. There are, and I'm not saying that every team is is at uh, the same level as the Chiefs. Obviously not, okay? But there, I mean, if you make it in the NFL, you then have the obligation to be a professional. You have an obligation, especially if you get, like, crazy big money. You then have the obligation to go out on that field, Lay everything on the line and do your job. And your job is to stop the man across from you from accomplishing what he wants to do. You may not accomplish that job, but you are obligated to go out and do it. And for the, the ones that are playing in the NFL that are, that are, um, believers, the Bible says that you are to do it, do your job as if you're doing it for the Lord, which means you're supposed to play football as though God is the one who's coaching you. And I don't know that that's really, you know, because last I checked, he wants to be a part of every part of your life. He does. And he should be. I mean,
1: that's just, we're made, it, we're image bearers. And if you think about it, God created us in his image. Okay. You, Teresa Blaze, me, Michelle. Saunders Gutch, we are made in God's image. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, uh Kyler T- Murray, uh, they're all these guys, you know, that are playing, believe it or not, God made them in his image.
0: Absolutely. And you know, and what does that mean? It means when you When you go on that field and you step on that field, you're either playing for yourself or you're playing for a higher uh, purpose. You're either playing for yourself or you're playing for a higher purpose. Um, I, I truly believe if you as a football player and I really don't care who you are. I don't care. You know, if you're an NFL player. And you've been put on this magnificent stage and given this opportunity. T- to whom much is given, much is required. And and the Bible says, "What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but he loses his own soul?" Don't let the 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 stage become your god. Play as though you're playing for your eternal coach, because you are. That's that's just it, man. You know. So okay. <laughs> Let's get off the our soapboxes. I mean, Michelle and I could talk about that. Um, as you guys know, we're passionate about that kind of thing. Now, Michelle, we, we were just talking about um, you know, playing to 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 as though God were your coach. And I think you've got a player that does that, don't you?
1: Well, yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I love about what I'm seeing out there in the sports world in sports recap is that there are others that are as passionate about wanting to highlight players that give God glory on and off the field. And um, we are focused on NFL players, right? We are. And so um, I, I know that there is a NFL player by the name of Jalen Ramsey And he is playing on the Dolphins. So since, you know, they're going to play, the Chiefs are playing the Dolphins, I think it's kind of cool that we're bringing this guy up. And one thing about Jalen is he's one of the strongest contenders to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um, This was Super Bowl, I believe it was 28, Super Bowl 28, AFC, LV3. Okay. I could be off on that. But anyway, he had the most productive offense by a wide margin.
0: Wasn't he on the Rams for a while, if my memory serves? Well, that that I don't
1: know, but I do know I don't know all that back history of him, but I do know that he is a defensive back and he played his first game of the season as a member of the Dolphins in the team's 31-17 win against the Patriots. And also that victory gave the Dolphins a season sweep of their AFC's rivals for the second time. And also has helped them keep the pace with the Chiefs, Jaguars and Ravens for first place. Um, He was traded. Now, as I reflecting back and looking at some of what I've read about him, he did get traded from the LA Rams this past March. All right. But one of the things about this guy is he always gives God the glory. He, he has been quoted to say, I'm extremely thankful, grateful. God has blessed me. He blesses me and continues to show me so much grace and mercy And even when I don't deserve it. And he says this at post-game press conferences. And then he's like, I'm super thankful that I'm praying friends and family and that God just puts me in situations to be able to show who I am and thrive
0: and worship him out there on the field. Weren't we just talking about that? Weren't we just talking about that?
1: He wears an eye black in the shape of a cross, and he always puts Bible verses in his wallet. And I love that. I mean, he posts, he'll put things out. He's got 1.6 million followers on Instagram, and he will say that his faith is unwavering. And I trust God no matter how down I'm feeling, his plan over mine. Always, and he says he's constant in the Word of God. That's the other thing; he remains in peace, and he's always there. You know, when people say things too, like "Why are you so at peace?" Well, there you go. He he quotes, "But the Lord is faithful; He will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one." Second Thessalonians three three NIV. He puts that out there. So, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to bring a little bit more info to the listener around him. I will say Sports Spectrum, uh, I give them credit for this because they do a ton of uh, faith-based posts and reels and those things. And this was by Kevin Mercer, the one I was reading, um, and that was out on the 30th of October. So it's pretty recent. And kudos to them for doing this too. Because our our Facebook followers can go out there and look on our group page and see more details and a lot more because I'm sharing a lot more about that.
0: Right, right, right. You know, the, and the thing is, um, uh, you know, I was talking to someone just recently um, and this kind of goes along with what uh, Jalen is talking about, you know, Um You know, I was talking to someone, you know, and uh, God gave me the opportunity to share the gospel. And, you know, one of the things that I said, and I think this sums up everything, we have peace with God. And because of that, we can have the peace of God in our lives. Guys, it doesn't matter whether you're on the football field or what you're doing. If you don't have the peace, if you don't have peace with God, it's all for nothing. Seriously, it is all for nothing because I think Jalen would say the same thing here. You know, he if God told him to hang it up and walk away, he would do it because he knows that he has an obedience to God that he has to follow. And I'll say it again, because we have peace with God through his son, Yeshua, Jesus. We can have the peace of God in our lives. And I don't know about you, Michelle, but like, that's a game changer. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Especially
1: in the world, you know, especially in the world that we live in right now. It's everything that's transpiring with, you know, Israel and concerns, um, anti-Semitism all over. And, you know, concerns, like I said, about even the United States. And safety uh, for people um, that are Jewish or you know Christians or you know I mean it is it 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 is rough it is rough it is a rough place it and God told us it would be you know that this was not going to be our our heavenly
0: home mm-hmm. there will be wars and rumors of wars but rejoice because I have overcome the world that's what he said you know. And, like, one thing that I have just, you know, really learned is, like, everything can be blowing up around you. But if you have the peace of God, you're good. Like, you know, and I just really felt led to kind of mention that because, um, you know, that's what God has been laying on my heart. You got to have peace with God so that you can have the peace of God in your life. And, you know, what that looks like is, are you putting his kingdom first? Matthew 6, 33, I believe it is, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these other things will be added to you. Gotta put him first. No matter what you're doing, whatever He's called you to, gotta put him first. And I believe, you know, Jaylen Ramsey and the other guys that we've highlighted, they do that. They do that. And that's the whole point of this show, guys. We love to highlight players on and off the field for what they're doing to seek God and keep his kingdom first. I love it. I do too. And I'm grateful that we
1: can do this, Teresa. Um yeah. When I can't record with you, and I I really do miss this. But um you know it happens, you know, co-hosts and hosts have to take time out. Yeah, especially when you get sick and Life you had like a frog. <laughs> yes, you've had it, I've had it now thankfully and then we have so much going on between now and the end of the year and you know we're re- entering the holiday season and so but I'm really excited to see what next week's outcomes are going to be as we share and good luck Jalen too I hope he he really honors God and Patrick honors God and all those mm-hmm.
0: things and I know those others that do too so um I think with that we'll call it but guys, just remember, you know, use this as an example. Serve God in whatever he's called you to do. Seek first his kingdom and you'll have his peace in your life. Um, and with that, Michelle, thanks so much for coming on the show. We love having you. Well, it's a blessing to be here.
1: and Thanks, everyone. Let us hear from you. Absolutely. Want to know What do you think we're doing? How we're doing? Who do you want us to bring on? And Who would you like to hear
0: from? Yep. It's all about you, y'all. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. I am going to get the Instagram up. Uh, I've just been battling a lot of issues lately. (laughs) So, uh, but we are going to get the Instagram up, uh, you know, so that for those of you that do Instagram, you can follow us there, but it's not up quite yet. Um, So Facebook and Twitter, uh, love to hear from you at blazing Gutch on both platforms so with that I'm Teresa Blaze. this has been blazing Gutch and we are out if you run across someone that we don't know about please text it in I want you to text NFL to 575 223 1596 you're going to get a little link you're going to fill out your information If you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it.